And we're time-travelling now on Culture File with the painter Mark Francis. For his latest show at Dublin's Curlin Gallery, Francis has been digging in his storage unit, uncovering paintings he made decades ago to exhibit alongside his most recent work. All the better to understand what has changed and what has continued over 30 years of epic and delicate abstraction. Culture File talked to Mark Francis about time and space and fixing sound in paint and about crisps. Yeah, he thought that was a bit of a curveball too. In any case, follow at Culture File Pod now to see some sound. So the show is um, debt from, or the painting's debt from 1993 up until recent. So we've got three paintings in the exhibition which are from that period, uh, which is Veil, this painting, and Grid Resound. When I decided to look at some of these older paintings, um, I took two or three out, and you know they were wrapped in plastic, and sort of uh, started to take the plastic over, and then all of a sudden, actually, memories kept flooding back. You know, suddenly, once I'd taken all the plastic off, put it on the wall, I started. I looked at the date. My God, that's 1993, and I thought that might have been 1995. So I was surprised at that, and then I was starting to think what was going on in my life at that time, you know, was I still living in a council flat, you know, had I bought a house, you know, it, it, it sparks off lots of other ideas, and then suddenly you're, you're thinking about that, and then you're looking, you're, uh, you know, scrutinising the surface, you know, is that surface, would I be happy with that surface today? And surprisingly, I was very pleased with that. So, will we look at the, the, the oldest painting that's here? That, that's Veil, yeah. It's never, it's never, this one's never been shown before. I think when I um, took the covering off the painting, not having seen it for the best part of 30 years, um, I was quite surprised at just the, the touch of the marks. It was just slightly different. It's very difficult to describe that but there was a, a different sort of featheriness, a featheriness to it. Because I would sort of brush the painting slightly different now. They would have a, it's all to do with pressure, and that can create a, a particular type of blurred mark. It's quite a revelation still to see that. I'll be in bed at night and I'm thinking about the paintings. And you're in a room on your own, it's quiet, it's just you, and there's no distractions. And sometimes that, that's the best time when I'm thinking, when I get the best thoughts about what I'm trying to do. And then in the morning when you wake up and there's other distractions, it's like, what's happened to that clarity I had in the middle of the night? It seems to have sort of vanished. And you're continuously trying to claw back into sort of thin air, trying to pick up in the morning where you had left off at three o'clock in the morning. And if you do that enough times, which I have, I'm not a great sleeper, you do pick up on some of those threads again quite quickly. If I try and verbalise that, it comes out so much better when I'm lying on a pillow in the middle of the night. I've, I've often thought when I'm looking at your pictures about crisps, about the sort of industrial design of the eating sensation, so that it would always, you would always remain just on this side of satiety, and so you would want more crisp. And I, f I find the way that you work with the surfaces and, mm -hmm. and the intensities of them have that feeling of 
they're just on this side of satiety and they keep drawing you to another crisp, as it were. Okay, that, I've never heard that description before and that, that's fascinating. And I, I take that on board. That's, that's food for thought. <laughs> Forgive the pun. <laughs> People have said to me in the past that um, the thing that they like about the paintings is they're quite intrigued by the surface and that surface does draw you in. Trying to work out exactly how I've done it. Some paintings are much more obvious than others. And I quite like that, um, the sort of maybe, I don't know, maybe the mystery attached to it. You know, it's something that the artist, um, in most cases, likes to keep secret and, and sort of, you know, to try and get other people to work that out for themselves. It's the same with multinational crisp companies as well. <laughs> yeah. The most recent painting is this grey one, which is called Vibrational Field. And the most recent paintings are about sort of sound to some degree. This particular painting uh, is, is in, it was inspired by reading something about uh, Voyager, um, which is obviously right at the end or be, beyond our solar system now. But what they detected through Voyager was a belt it seems from what, I don't know how they've recorded it, but they basically said it seems to encase the whole solar system. And they call it heliosphere. And whatever uh, data they were recording from that, they were able to translate it into a sound. So I was quite fascinated by this because people talk about space. It's um, in, in space, no one can hear you scream. It's a vacuum, you can't hear sound. So. Okay, so this, this sound doesn't actually exist, but they've been able to create a sound through that information that uh, Voyager was able to, to send back. The sounds within my paintings are just an interpretation of what I think I would like it to look like. Can you hear this painting? <sighs> that's, that's a good question. No, um, I get fleeting moments when I'm looking at the painting, because most of the time when I make the painting, I'm not thinking about the sound because the, the activity of painting takes over. You know, that's all I'm thinking about. It's only when I've finished it and I sit in front of it and contemplate it for a period of time, that's when those ideas of sound or whatever else I'm sort of interested in would then start to filter back into my sort of consciousness. That painting, that the, the, the first painting we said nearly, nearly 30 years ago, do you ever talk to people who collect and buy your paintings and have for a long time and talk to them about what living with the painting is like? Like you hadn't seen that for 30 years. Somebody who'd bought one that you were painting at the time has been looking at it for yeah, 30 yeah. years. Mm -hmm. um, yes, those conversations have come up and they're usually, I'm always very surprised that people are still maybe talking about a painting they bought 25 years ago and that uh, they still wake up in the morning and, and sometimes they look at the painting and then come back with a cup of coffee and look at it again. And it might, um, you know, the, the day previously that they looked at and thought about it, uh, the following day they would have a very different uh, experience with the painting. I want people to not just look at the painting and, and, and then say, that's it, it's there. The last thing I want with my painting is a clear, clear answer because there is no clear, clear answers. And that's, that's the way that I'll keep questioning things. That's the way that I will, uh, you know, finish one painting and want to go on to another painting because it's a quest which is probably endless.
Mark Francis there and his exhibition Echo Vision is at the Curlin Dublin until March 25th.